Welcome to Body and Soul, the Torah Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm Rabbi Alexander Seinfeld. Hello, this is Dr. Dan Grove. Dr. Grove, from your professional perspective, what's the big picture? What are the trends that you are seeing and the traps that people should be aware of, be mindful of, when considering their own lifestyles and their own personal attitude towards taking care of their health. In my work as an intensive care doctor, I see every day the end result of years and years of neglect of the body. I see how people delay taking care of themselves and how it leads to devastating consequences for them and their families. I'm regularly confronted with people who come to me at a point in their life where the disease is gone so far that it's too late for them to make any changes. And they may have had a major stroke or a major heart attack or a terrible infection. And now they are no longer able to function like they previously could. Now they are limited in their ability to do all of the mitzvahs. So in some ways, the mitzvah of staying healthy is connected to every other mitzvah that one can do. Almost all mitzvahs are done with the body, and a body that's not taken care of will deteriorate and decay and eventually become sick. And every day in my job, I see the result of this negligence. Well, that's certainly motivational for me personally. I certainly don't want to get sick. I certainly want to live a long and healthy life. I'm motivated, and I'm sure there are many things I could do better. It's a little bit overwhelming, perhaps. And I'm sure that everybody listening to this podcast feels the same way, that we all want to be healthy, healthier. So maybe I could ask you to give us a starting point. Of all the myriad of things we could do to be healthier, what would be number one on your list for our listeners to consider that is currently negatively impacting their health and that they could change? or they could start to change. Now, most people know that too much sugar is bad for you, but it's hard to overemphasize how bad that excess sugar is. While the body responds and needs certain amounts of glucose for functioning, and sugar in and of itself is not dangerous, the problem with the way we eat nowadays is that the quantities of sugar that people are consuming are in such excess and such high concentrations that it is leading to a significant amount of disease. The list of conditions and ailments that are associated with high carbohydrate diets is long. It's also not really quite as well known that sugar activates the same parts of your brain that drugs and alcohol activate. And it does so in the same way. So people become literally addicted to sugar in the same way they become addicted to drugs and alcohol, and therefore they develop tolerance, which means that it takes more and more sugar to get the same neurologic response. This creates a vicious cycle where the concentration of sugar in foods has been increased, but our tolerance is also increased, meaning we get this less and less pleasure from the same amount of sugar. You know, this is already episode seven of this podcast, and listeners can go back to episodes four, five, and six for some 
very practical tools, changes that they can make right now, including regarding sugar, which is one of your main points today. At the same time, many people listening to this have already tried changing their habits many times, tried to lose weight or start to exercise and never seem to get anywhere. At some point, I think a lot of people give up. As a doctor, obviously you're going to tell people not to give up, right? Do you have any words of encouragement from a medical perspective that might inspire somebody who has struggled with changing habits to get back in the game? There are many reasons why it's so difficult to change our eating habits. Not many people know that the same part of the brain that's responsible for addiction to drugs, alcohol, and tobacco are stimulated by sugar, salt, and fat. So we therefore are set up to behave towards eating the same way alcoholics and drug addicts behave towards substance abuse. Further, the food industry and all of their marketing arms have spent decades maximizing and perfecting their ability to manipulate us to be triggered by the packaging, the advertising, and the presentation of the food to maximize our desire and cravings. The food itself has been manipulated and perfected in its ability to trigger the parts of our brain that experience pleasure, therefore maximizing the addiction-type patterns of behavior. Finally, let's face it, it tastes good. Nobody ever argued that one shouldn't eat unhealthy food because it tastes bad. It tastes good. We all know that. The food companies have perfected the taste, the texture, everything about that food to maximize your dependence upon it and to get you to buy more. So for all these reasons, the entire environment of our culture, of our supermarkets, of our restaurants, all of that has been completely perfected in its ability to get us to buy and eat more. The companies who profit from these changes are not concerned with the health of the people who consume their products. They're only concerned with their profit margins. All of this combines to make it very, very difficult for people to resist overeating or eating unhealthy. It takes a tremendous amount of effort and conscious and willful decision-making to overcome these stimuli. But with that said, it is definitely possible. I have seen many, many people who have lost significant amounts of weight by making major changes to their lifestyle, by changing their habits, by increasing their exercise. All these things are definitely possible. People do it all the time. It just, it takes a certain amount of dedication. It takes a certain amount of commitment. And it takes mostly, just like all success in life, it takes persistence. And, but it, it is definitely something that can be done. Okay. Thank you for that, Dr. Grove. Dear listeners, not only will you feel better for longer, it's a mitzvah. And not only is it a mitzvah, you'll feel better. To give us feedback or to sign up for the mailing list if you're not already on it, please visit TorahHealth.org. Wishing you a happy Hanukkah. And until next week, be gesund. And we wish a happy Hanukkah.